Hello, and welcome to Season 5 of the Tailored Creative Show, where every episode is created with you in mind. I'm Taylor, your host, and if you're a regular listener, you'll notice some different theme music, and there's a reason for that. This season is going to be mostly comprised of shows that were recorded several years ago for a different show and theme that never got released. I wanted to honor the people who shared their thoughts and wisdom with me during that season of my life, and I think you'll love hearing from them too. Today, you're in for a treat as I have my friend Julia taking us on a virtual tour of London. She tells us all the best places to go and all her favorite things to do, and I thought there was no better way to kick off the new year than with a podcast vacation abroad. I think you're going to love it. As always, join in the conversation on Instagram or Facebook, or connect with me via the email in the show notes. Now, go grab your snacks, board the plane, and buckle your seatbelts as we fly off to London with Julia. I'm at Julian Dollywood. Um, we m- went there because of a like an author's kind of event trip. Um, I want to hear Julia's side of it first before I explain my side. Yeah, so we were there for that sounds fun day that Annie F. Downs was putting on. Um, and I was there with one of my best friends and roommates from college, Anna, and her husband, David. And when we were there for like the podcast recording, one of Annie's big things is like, I want all of my friends, because she considers like everyone that like listens to the podcast and like reads books and super friends. I want all of my friends to make friends with my friends. And so she was like, if you see somebody who's like by themselves or, you know, has like another like shirt on because they have like theme shirts for the day that everybody was wearing, like, you know, go introduce yourself and make friends. And so I don't know where it was in the park, but. Just remember we like saw Taylor walking around by herself and she had a shirt on and we were like, Hey, come ride rides with us. Like, let's be friends. And it was so nice. So it works out great because you know, like four people to ride rides is way better than three people to ride rides. So that's true. It works out mathematically better. Um yeah. so I had I think it was in the front of the park. So I had done the I had gotten my VIP band and gone because I'm a nerd and so <laughs> went into the park and I I met you guys pretty soon after because you had mentioned cinnamon bread and we hadn't even made it like into the park yet yes so yes I was thinking it was, it was pretty early <laughs> yeah yeah so it was very crowded everybody was there I mean I drove from Knoxville so I was an hour away so I left like 6 30 or 7 in the morning if not earlier and got there got there pretty early so met you we went and got cinnamon bread pretty immediately <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and then and then we just rode rides do you remember anything like I remember a couple roller coasters the whole day is now like a blur um <laughs> yeah no honestly it really is I'm like there was cinnamon bread we got to meet Annie there was a real live podcast and oh that's we... right you yeah. so I went to the Matthew West concert while you guys because you guys had you had your VIP bands too, but you were in the, like the first meeting. And yeah, there were like two I, different ones. There were three. Um, oh, there were three. So oh, okay. I was in Latasha Morrison's. Um, you guys were in which one? I don't remember who it was. I just was remember that Matthew, there was one we got to go to. Was it Matthew West or um, Jenna Claire and um, wasn't it wasn't the Wicked Girls there? Mary Kate Morrison. Maybe. I feel like that's true. Yeah, yeah it sounds vaguely familiar. No. I lied. No, it wasn't them. It was um, her friends from the Hallmark movie. It was Jamie and... Um, okay, okay. What's her name? Yeah. yeah. 
anyway. So yeah, so I was in Latasha Morrison's and then you guys were in one of those. And so I went to the Matthew West concert while you met her. And then I met Colleen, who has also been on the show in the meet and greet for with Latasha Morrison um, being interviewed. So anyway, so all that to say, we we rode a lot of rides up until that point because that was in the mid afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Um, So anyway, that's how we met. So um, Julia has been to London and I have really not been very far abroad. And so this episode I'm calling the virtual London trip. And Julia's going to tell us all the places to go to when you're in London. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So my experience with London started in 2008 when I um, did a study abroad trip for my college, um, the college that I went to, Lee University, um, required you to study abroad before you could graduate. And I was awesome. like, what? You're going to force me to go to Europe? And mom and dad can't say no because I can't get my degree unless I go? Okay. Um, so the trip that I went on was a um, three-week England-Scotland trip where I got some um, humanities credits. And we spent the last like three and a half days of like the three weeks we were there in London. And I just immediately fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that was super fun. We went and saw like Les Mis and Phantom and just, you know, did kind of play. It was like what it was like a crash course London style. Um, But then three years later in 2011, I got the opportunity to move over there. And I lived there for three and a half months from the beginning of September until um, right before um, Christmas. And then I went back the next year for the Paralympics at Olympic Park there. So that was the Paralympics were like after the regular Olympics. Um, so I went back for that. And then in 2016, that's the last time I was there. And I was there for a friend's wedding. Um, and so all the stuff that I'm going to talk about is kind of like a culmination of like me living there. Plus like my previous two trips and this stuff. That I've done. So I didn't realize you lived there. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. cool. Okay. I did indeed. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, we're going to start with when I lived over there, I would, um, I actually lived in the southernmost borough of London. And so we were like the furthest out you could live and still get the official like London city transportation. Oh, okay. What that means. Um, so like a borough there is kind of like a, like a neighborhood, like a suburb here. Um, like the different parts of town. And so when I would take the train into London, um, depending on whether it was the express train or the one with all the stops, it would either be like a 30 minute train right into town or like about a 15 minute. Train. Oh, wow. And so I would end up in London, Victoria station where it would dump me out, which is just a really cool starting place. Um, so yeah, so there was a pasty stand right outside, um, where I would get off the train. And so one of the things that you need to know about me is I am like the weird person who really likes British food. Uh, like most people are like oh it's bland and boring well I'm very much a meat and potatoes person and there's lots of meat and potatoes so London and I get along well in terms of food um so pasty if you don't know what it is is basically think like your mom's pot roast like in a crock pot like the meat and the potatoes and the vegetables but it's all wrapped up in a like pastry like a calzone so it kind of looks like a calzone but it's like pot roast interesting um super delicious very portable very affordable like good kind of like 
you know, we would say bang for our buck, but it's pounds over there. So, you know, it gets good, whatever that equivalency would be. So I would always grab like a large pasty um, because I could eat like half of it and be full and then save the rest of it for, you know, the other for when I got hungry later. Um, And so from there, I would head towards Buckingham Palace. There we go. Yeah. Which is like a six minute walk from London, Victoria. Um, And you can you can um, buy tickets to tour Buckingham Palace. Um, You like if you have the time and the money, like you can go. Um, It was cool. I I got to tour it when I lived there. It was cool. But like at the time, I think it was 17 or 18 pounds. And you get to see like 17 mm-hmm. rooms. So you're kind of like paying a pound a room. Yeah. And, you know, and you go in and they're like, there are, you know, like 84, you know, bathrooms and this many, like an insane amount of rooms and all this stuff. And they're like, we're going to see 17. Um, after going to Buckingham Palace, you can walk through St. James Park, which is right there in front of the palace. Once you walk through St. James Park, you will encounter um, Westminster Abbey, mm-hmm. which is right there next to. Big Ben in Parliament. Yeah, so Big Ben in Parliament is like my absolute like favorite, favorite part of London. But if you are interested at Westminster Abbey, there is, uh, you can do a tour. Um, and it, I don't remember how much it is, but it's got a, um, it's like a self-guided tour with like the audio thing where you put in like the earbuds and you walk around and you listen to different stuff. Oh, yeah. So funny story about me doing the um, audio tour of Westminster Abbey. Um they have it in all the different languages. And so you pick like which, you know, language you want to listen to it in. And so the English one, which is, you know, British English, not American English. Mm-hmm. The English one is voiced by Jeremy, the actor Jeremy Irons. Okay. Um, now, funny story. I don't actually know that Jeremy Irons has been in anything that I've seen except for The Lion King. Okay. And he voices Scar in The Lion King. So imagine touring a historical church while Scar from The Lion King not only narrates what you're seeing, but also at one point in time starts explaining the sacrament of communion to you. That's a little weird. Like, at one point, I had to, like, turn off, like, pause it and be like, I don't know if I can do this. This is weird. This is weird. It is weird. That's bizarre. So that's my hilarious story from Westminster Abbey. It's Scar from The Lion King told me about communion. Yeah, that's that's weird. So anyway, I don't know if he's still the one that does it or if it's somebody else now because it's been a few years, but I just always made me laugh. Maybe they wise up. Yeah, so you so you come out and Westminster is right there, and then um Big Ben and Parliament is like across the street. And so for like the best view of Big Ben and Parliament, you're gonna want to walk across Westminster Bridge, across the River Thames. And the London Eye is going to be over there as well. The London Eye is basically like a ginormous, ginormous Ferris wheel, but like it holds glass pods that hold like groups of people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it rotates like really slowly so you can like do like pictures and stuff. Um, so that's kind of one of those like foresty things of like you do it once and then you're like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, don't need to do that again. But it, it's it's yeah. fun to do once. Um yeah. So I did that on like my first trip there when I was at school, um, but I haven't done it since. Um, but one of my favorite memories from when I lived over there was I went and got a pasty and I went and I walked over there and I was sitting on a bench right there by the river, looking across the big bin in Parliament. I was eating my pasty and I was reading like the adventures of Sherlock Holmes on like my Kindle. 
Uh, and just had to stop and pinch myself because it just seemed like it was like one of those where like when you're living in stuff sometimes it just seems normal and I had to be like this is your life right now you are in like London like reading Sherlock Holmes looking at like big like this is your life like I know this is weird but that's how I felt when I first came to Tennessee of like because it was so I, I was totally a tourist and I went I did Pigeon Forge and I did you know, Nashville. And I just, the whole trip, it was a 10 day trip by myself. That was when I came to Dollywood mm-hmm. and it, I was like, I came back on cloud nine. Like my mom even was like, your, your face is glowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just so happy. Like that was one of those moments where, I mean, I went back a year later and did some of the same stuff and it didn't have the same appeal just because it was new the first time. And mm-hmm. you like, you you just have to seek new adventure. Going back doesn't always give you the the um same thrill, you know? Yeah. But that was yeah, totally felt that. So, but yeah, so that's yeah, so that was just super cool. So that was one of my favorite places to go and like just hang out. Um so yeah, so once you're done, get in your your pictures um and everything, you can head back across the bridge um and then head down the street towards Trafalgar Square. Um if you're also like a political or history nerd right off of the street that you'll be walking on is um, the 10 Downing Street where I think the prime minister or something lives. Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah. this is something that I'm not super interested in because I'm like, I know it's there, but I haven't been to see it. Um, somebody important in politics lives there. Um, so you can go and see that. I know that's like a touristy thing people will do. Um, and then you, once you get to Trafalgar Square, you know, you've got the lions and the big fountain and then the big building. If you look up pictures of Trafalgar Square, the big building that you'll see is the National Gallery, um, which is just a phenomenal museum. Um, last I was there, it was free. Um, so again, I haven't been since 2016. So I don't know sure. what is changed and what hasn't. Um, but when I was there before, pretty much all the museums were free. Um oh. Yeah. And so you can go in, you can see art that's like insanely old by insanely talented people who like paint things that look more real than like stuff that we can make now with like all of our insane technology. Like, you know, and so that was, that was fun. If you are feeling a bit, bit peckish, bit hungry, the Sherlock Holmes pub is just like a block away from Trafalgar Square. And they have like all the different like, old school like Sherlock Holmes movies playing and they have like a whole room decorated like his apartment and then you can just it's like a pub so you can go in and order like a drink and just get like a big like pub style dinner um that's cool that's like one of my favorite things to do it's just like Sunday pub lunch it's just like Yorkshire pudding which is not like pudding like we would think of it's like this breading type thing um with like chicken or roast beef and gravy and like roasted potatoes and vegetables and usually like the Yorkshire pudding comes on the side um like it makes it kind of like similar to like a muffin pan but at this particular pub when I was there you could order your whole dinner in a Yorkshire pudding so like the bread but like on steroids (laughs) wow so um and then from there you can go up to Leicester Square so Leicester Square is where the Odeon Theater is, where they have a lot of like movie premieres in London. Um, there's a, like a cheap theater ticket stand there, kind of similar to how they have in like Times Square in New York. In New York. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There are some um, statues around the park. There's an actual park there um, that's got some statues in it from like Ape movie characters. I think like Winnie the Pooh is there and like that's Mary Poppins and Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. The M&M store was brand new when I was there. Um, so that was yeah. really cool. And when I looked, was looking on Google last night, it looked like they'd added a Lego store too. Oh, so it's like New York. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's like, so it's kind of, sort of like, I, like there's yeah. Lester Square, which is like a theater area. And then it's a four minute walk to Piccadilly Circus. And Piccadilly Circus is pretty much like a mini Times Square. Oh, okay. So it's got like the light up signs and stuff like that. But like, there's like a fountain in the middle. It's like very British, but also like sort of New York-y at the same time. Um, Which is yes. probably better than New York. I mean, I know so, that's a hot take, but you know, I'm uh, not a big city London person. Is, uh, London is better than New York any day of the week in my book. 100%. So the tube station, so the tube is what they call the subway there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a tube station there on Piccadilly Circus because the tube is going to be the easiest way to get around while you're in London because, you know, traffic is terrible. So you can take a bus mm-hmm. or a cab. Cab's going to be expensive. Bus, cheaper, but you're still going to be stuck in traffic. So I use the tube a lot to get around. Um, so you can take the tube over to St. Paul's Cathedral. And if anybody has seen, if you're a Mary Poppins fan, this stuff. St. Paul's is where they had the Feed the Birds Tuppence a Bag song. That scene. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. um, you can tour the cathedral as well. I have not done that, but I know you can. Um, okay. And then if you keep walking towards the river, you can walk over to the Millennium Bridge. Um, the Millennium Bridge is... Um, in one of the Harry Potter movies. So once you get across Millennium Bridge, there is um, the Globe Theater is over there. Oh. Um, like Shakespeare. Yeah. So the Globe Theater is super fun to see. They have plays that you can see there that are the Shakespeare plays, but it's not the original one. It was like built in like 1970. Oh. It's a replica. Okay. Oh, okay. just know that going in. You're not seeing the original one from Shakespeare's time. It looks like the original, but is definitely not. Um, the reason I'm being quiet is I know nothing, and so I'm just absorbing everything that you're, you're oh. saying. Yes, no, you're totally good. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to like interrupt me or um, anything. Okay, you're good. Um, yeah. So will, after, don't you worry. Yes. So after that, um, my suggestion would be, and again, this is going to be like a very intense long day, and I don't even know if time-wise this is all possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is just right. like if you want to like go see it all in a sequential fashion, in an efficient sequential fashion, so you're not like you know going back and forth all over the city. You know this is yeah. You know. So um, you can actually take, take a water forty seven hours, but you can do it. Yes, exactly, exactly. You might we might finish this podcast and be like, I don't know that I want to travel. With her. <laughs> <laughs> she she plans insane days. <laughs> oh, listen, if I'm if I'm like. I will hit everything. When I did Tennessee, I literally would have like an hour between each place, but I would hit like three places in one day just to knock out as much as I could. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm like, if I'm, all, you know, even if I I'm think I'm going to be back, yeah. like I'm still like, let's do all the things while we're here. Totally. So anyway, so after that, um, you can get on a water taxi. Um, because they have boats that are called water taxis that will take you up and down the River Thames. Okay. Um, and you can take a water taxi over to the Tower of London. 
the reason why I suggest that is because it's a bit of a, there's not any good like train or tube stations near the Globe Theater. Um, and it's a bit of a walk to get down to over to the Tower of London. And so but there's a water taxi station that's like right there near the theater. So you can take that and it'll just take you like up and across the river and drop you over by the Tower of London. Oh, that's cool. Um, so right next to the Tower of London is Tower Bridge. When most people think the London Bridge, they're actually thinking of Tower Bridge. Oh. London Bridge itself is just a boring looking normal bridge. And the original one is actually in Arizona. Funny. Somebody apparently like bought it and moved, took it apart and moved it to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Or so I've heard, you know, <laughs> I haven't like fact checked that, but like, that's what I, that's what I'd heard from people when I was over there. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so you can, um, Tower Bridge is amazing. Um, the Tower of London is really cool. They have, you can tour it. That's where the crown jewels are at. Okay. Um, and then they've got the Ravens there. Um, and there's a superstition thing about like as long as there's ravens at Tower of London, like the like kingdom of like British kingdom will be fine. But if the ravens ever leave, then the like the kingdom will fall. So to this yeah, day, they yeah. have people that dress in like traditional costumes that like take care of the ravens there at the tower. It is like the the amount of superstitions that last is astounding to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the Tower of London's a fascinating place because it's like a castle and a fortress. It was where like, you know, people became kings and queens. It was where people got beheaded and lost their lives. It was like, you know, it was all the history of it is just fascinating. Yeah. I highly recommend doing that. Tower Bridge, you can also tour that. Um, if you want to go up in it and see like the gears and how it works, it's actually, I think it's a, I think it's. A, considered a drawbridge it's one of the ones that like raises up so boats can come through and then like closes back yeah. down yeah and yeah. so um knowing how those like do they tell you how it's built yeah i think they tell you like how it's built and you get to go in and see like underneath the engines and like all that stuff and then you go up in it and like it's pretty cool that's cool yeah um so fun story about when I was living over there, we were in the city for like Christmas um, and we're standing there. We were like actually like there by like Tower Ridge. And I was saying how I um, was telling my friends, I was like, man, it'd be so cool if you got to see like the bridge get raised up because they don't do it very often. It's like just mm -hmm. if like a really tall boat needs to go through or something and you have to like schedule it in advance and like contact with the government, it's the whole thing. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. And because it's, you know, like there's a lot of traffic going across it because it's like a road. too. Sure. Um, and yeah. so I was like, man, it would be so cool to see that. And one of my friends was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, what? And they were like, turn around. And I turn around and literally as I was saying, it would be so cool to see the bridge raised up. The bridge had like started like going like the thing, the, yeah. like, the little things over the road came down like at railroad tracks and the bridge was starting to like move. That's that's fascinating. That's awesome. So I about like lost my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So that's awesome. I can imagine how excited you were. Yeah, yeah. I was like losing my mind and they were like, calm down. It's not that that's exciting. Awesome. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but still when you're there and like you're yeah. not gonna probably see it, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's like, you just have been like, oh, hey, I'd love to see this, but I know it'll probably never happen. And then like, you turn around and it's happening. Like literally happening. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So he was like, I have powers or something. Right. Speak it into existence, man. It works. (laughs) So, um, but anyway, so after that, if you want to, um, you can get back on the water taxi there as well. And you can actually take the water taxi up the river quite a bit of a ways to Greenwich. And at Greenwich, you can see the old Royal Naval College. And if you are a Marvel person at all, one of like the Thor movies was filmed there. And again, I have not seen it, but I remember seeing the trailer for it and going, that's Greenwich. I've been there. Okay, you strike me as a movie person. Are you not? No, I like movies. I'm just, I get motion sick really easily. And so like action movies aren't generally like my forte when it comes to like things that I want to see in the theater. Um, Yeah, I get that. I'm also a little annoying when it comes to action movies because I'm very much a like behind the scenes girl. I know it's not real. So I want to know how you made it look real. So I'm like deconstructing it the whole entire time because that's the fun part for me. It's not like, oh, the special effects are cool. I'm like, but how did they do this? And all your friends are like, can you just watch the movie? Everyone else is like, that explosion was amazing. And I'm like, but did they really explode it? How much of it was CGI? Was that all in one take? Like, you can't explode right. it more than once. So how did they do it? <laughs> totally. And I'm not even, I, uh, very controversial hot take. I do not love movies. I'm just, I don't know why. It's not really my thing. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't really get the craze either. But I know people love them. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I'm I'm more of a like Hallmark movie, Disney movie, like chick flick kind of girl. Oh, totally, I get like, sucked into Hallmark, unfortunately. Yeah. But so. even though, like the movie mystery, I don't like. I can't. I dream a lot and have a lot of bad dreams, and so I and I imagine everything. So I mm-hmm. cannot cannot do horror at all. Oh, not at um, all. Yeah, absolutely but, but not. I, yeah, I even struggle with like some of those. Ha- okay, people laugh at me, but I had a bad dream about Mall Cop. I'm not kidding. Like, I, my brain is awful. So yeah, I don't watch can, a lot of movies. Yeah, that could probably be why you're not, like, a big movie person. Because, totally. yeah, no, I'm very, very picky about what media I choose to consume. Because I also tend to have a pretty decent imagination. And I'm very visual. And there's just stuff that I just don't want in my head. Hey, so, that's all I want. So anyway. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so for people who love the Marvel movies, there you go. You can go to the Royal Naval College. You can see, if you've seen Thor, you can go see where it was filmed. Um, the Royal Observatory and the Prime Meridian are there. So in case you've ever wanted to stand in two hemispheres at the same time, now you you can when you go there. No, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's I will watch a movie, but I will stand in yeah. two hemispheres. That's something that's right literally, Yeah, it's literally where like the time zones begin. <gasps> that's so cool. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah so our time zone right now like eastern time when it's when you look at it on like a map and it says we're negative five that means we're five hours behind england because greenwich time greenwich gmt stands for greenwich mean time and so all of the time for the whole entire world is based upon hmm. the clock there at the prime meridian at greenwich okay that might be my favorite fact of the whole episode <laughs> that's so cool so if you've seen, and you, I know you said you weren't a big movie person, but if anybody out there has seen Now You See Me Too, which I actually did see, this is a Now You See Me movie, 
at yeah. the very end scene of Now You See Me Too was filmed there at the um there at the Prime Meridian and the building that's there. That is so cool. I mean, I know it had to be somewhere, but it's just really cool to know where that is. So, um, but yes, so that's, and then once you're done with that, you can hop back on the water taxi. That'll take you all the way back down to Westminster Bridge at Big Ben and Parliament. And you're kind of almost back where you started. Um, and then, so that's just like all of my favorites. I also have a list of honorable mentions that just didn't really fit into like that route as, you know, the whole route I was creating. So honorable mentions that are fun to see as well. And again, this is like, just depends on like if you're planning your trip, how much time you have. Um, Harrods, the um, really famous department store is there in London. Oh, that, um, Yeah, it's super fun to go to. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have like a whole like purse room where like everything's so expensive. It's all behind glass. Like there are like section, mm. like departments in the store that like, I, when I walked into them, I was pretty, I was just waiting for a security guard because they have security guards like standing everywhere. Um, I was just waiting for somebody to walk up and be like, clearly you can't afford anything here. So you need to leave. Right. <laughs> like right. a college I, student in like a t-shirt like, and like shorts and tennis shoes. And it's like, clearly you can't afford this merchandise. Please leave. <laughs> right. Like you, you see things like that and you wonder if it happens and then you're there and you're like, yeah, it probably happened. So. Thankfully, nobody kicked me out, but I did feel very intimidated. That's so funny. So anyway, um, the British Museum is also there. And I feel like the British Museum is kind of like London's version of like the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. Okay. It's one of those places that's just so huge. You could spend like a whole week there. Like, there's so much stuff there. When I went there, um there was we because we went there on my school trip as like part of one of our like class assignments or credits they have the um remember learning about um Hammurabi's code in like school that was there um the uh what was the other one oh um there is uh, the Cyrus Splendor um Say it again. that I know about because my degree is in uh, youth ministry. So I had to take lots of school religion classes. And okay. um, that is important. Let's see if I can remember, throw it way back. Um, the Cyrus Cylinder is really important because it mentioned it's by King Cyrus, who was during Daniel's time in yeah, like yeah. biblical history. And it like mentions things that like the Bible also talks about. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know the name. That's so, yeah, so there's that. And then, I mean, there's just, I it's everything under the sun at that place. So that's the, that's a cool place to spend the day. Um, the night at the third night at the museum movie, that's where they go. Yeah. Um, so if you, yeah. yeah, if you're into museums, the British Museum is definitely one you want to go, go check out. Um, they also have the Victoria and Albert Museum and then the Natural History Museum are both there next to each other. Um, and then there's Kensington Palace, there's Hampton Court Palace. If you can manage to go to London at, around Christmas time, that is my absolute favorite time of year to go. The whole entire city is like covered in Christmas lights and decorated for Christmas. Oh, fun. It's amazing. It's like we decorate our houses here with Christmas lights. They just decorate the city. <laughs> That's um, awesome. it's, it's just, it's magical. Like it's, just, it's the best ever um and also from 
usually like mid-November to like the beginning of January, they have outdoor ice skating rinks where you can go ice skating. And so they, I've gone, I've done ice skating at Hampton Court Palace. They have one by the London Eye. They have one over by the Natural History Museum. And I've done that one. And my favorite one is they have one in the moat at the Tower of London. So I've gone ice skating in the moat by the Tower of London. That's cool. That's very um, cool. They also in have the, moat. the like, moat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how wide is it? It's huge. Like it's a whole entire ice skating rink. That's I guess like being like a road, way. like a normal size road, I guess maybe. I don't okay. know. Like it looked yeah. like, you know, it's it's a decent size interesting okay yeah yeah you know because it had to like protect you know the people in the tower you know amazing can't make it easy to get across that's true because when i think of a moat i always think it's like narrow no you're right it has to be deep and wide Mm -hmm. you uh you know church song but yeah Yeah, i'm glad our brains both went there at the same time and i was like and now i'm going to sing a sunday school song (laughs) yep um also if you're there at christmas they have the south bank christmas market which is on london south bank right there by the river thames and it's kind of like the german christmas markets that's where it comes from but it's just all these vendors have all their stuff set up all alongside the the walkway by the river and you can just go and buy all of your christmas presents and whatever you need to get so i got a bunch of my i got most of my christmas presents for like my family from there when i was going there that's cool. Are they well priced or or not? Um, I feel like I mean it depends on like which booth you go. You're gonna have like the handcrafted stuff that costs more because it's handcrafted, and then you're gonna have like the cheesy tourist things, and then you're gonna have like you know it's like just a a mixture of everything. Um, as one of my other mm-hmm. fa- favorite podcasts, the Hodgepodge Beluga. <laughs> Interesting. It's just a phrase I think they made up, but I think it's hilarious. Oh, that's fantastic! I love love a good wordplay. Yes. Um. And then if you're into fashion at all, Somerset House is also there in London. And I think they do a lot of, I think they do a lot of fashion things there. It used to be like a palace, but now I think they just do a lot of fashion stuff there. Like fashion shows? Like fashion shows and yeah. All the like the, the, the like fancy fashion that like you watch it and you're like, these clothes don't make sense, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my yeah. clothes barely make sense, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, and then finally, the last thing I've got on my list is all the theater shows that you can go see. Um, so I've seen, um, like I mentioned, I've seen Les Mis, I've seen Phantom, I've seen um, Singing in the Rain, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and um, The Lion King. Oh, wow. Um, and if you are not like super picky or like dead set on like seeing a like particular show, or if you have flexibility in your schedule, you can actually um, pretty much all the theaters in London, you can show up at the box office um, that like when they open, like say they have like a show at like two and seven or something like that. You can show up at the box office when they mm-hmm. open at like noon or whenever, and they will sell you whatever tickets they have left, their best seats for half price. We believe it or not, we made it through my whole entire list. I mean, there's way more to London than just oh, totally. that. Those are the things I've done and loved. So No, and that's what I love hearing is like your own personal typical day because everybody is so different. You know, mm-hmm. some people may list, you know, the local bookshop because that's probably what I would do. Or, you know, it just everybody's so different. So Yes. Oh, one thing I did not put on here that I just thought of is because I didn't ever do it when I was in London because I was living over there. 
um, is make you want to make sure you go get like tea and scones somewhere. You can go and get, even if you just want something basic, my favorite thing to do was to go and find a place that serves scones with clotted cream and jam and just do that in a cup of tea. Oh yeah, that's popular. Um, and then there's always the debate, there's a um, ongoing debate about whether you put, when you split open your scone, whether to put clotted cream and then jam or whether to put jam and then clotted cream. See, everybody has opinions about everything. Mm-hmm. No, they do indeed. But yes, that's the the final thing that I realized wasn't on there. That is definitely something that you should do just because British tea, that's, um, okay, so one last story. When I was over there the first time, um, this was in 2008. And so, you know, like cell phones were still decently new. Like I think the first iPhone had maybe just come out, like international calls and, you know, that wasn't really a thing. So I was going to be gone for three weeks. So my dad had gotten bought me like an international calling card and put money on it so I could use it to call from like the hotels every few days to just check in and be like, hey, this is what we did. And at one point in time, I called him and I had told him, I was like, dad, I think I've drank my weight in tea since I've been here. And he was like, you don't like hot tea. And I was like, I know, but British tea is actually good. <laughs> We just apparently don't make our tea strong enough here when we're doing hot tea. Oh. And so, like, even to this day, if I'm drinking hot tea, I only buy a very specific brand that is British tea imported from England. Because even the brand, one of the brands that they have in the UK that they have here, if you buy it here, it takes, like, three of those tea bags to get at the strength of the kind in the UK. If you want a good cup of British tea, PG Tips is the way to go. It's the letter P, the letter G, T I P S, and you can just get it like your local Kroger or wherever. I know they've got it at World Market, but I feel like other stores could probably have it. Um, but yeah, you put that in the bottom of the mug, boil the water. You either boil it on the stove or you can use like a hot water kettle. You do not ever, ever, ever microwave water. Um, no. You pour the boiling water over the top of the tea bag and let it steep for like three to five minutes. And then um, take the tea bag out and add your milk and your sugar to your, you know, desired taste specifications. And I like mine to look like doctored up coffee. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and then you are good to go. You can have yourself a cup of British tea, and you know, feel like the next time it rains, feel like you're in merry old England. That is fascinating. So I literally just Googled because um, I really like Twining's peppermint tea and no other peppermint that I've tried compares. And mm -hmm. sure enough, they're they're imported from um, it's a British tea. Yeah. Yeah. So Twining's. Yeah. That's the other one I was talking about. I brought yeah. back Twining's with me and we finished them all. And so my mom went and bought Twining's here at the grocery store and it was not the same. Really? It was like the exact same thing that like the tin that I had brought home was, but like I legit had to put like three different bags to get it the correct strength. It's insane. I never would have known. Oh. I don't know about the peppermint one. I'm just talking about like the English breakfast sure, tea. Sure, sure. Okay. So um, that's why I just stick to the PG tips. Interesting. This has been so. wonderful. I will probably have you on again. Sounds good. All right. Always Thank happy so to much. talk about my favorite things. I mean, that's the best. Thank you. You are welcome. Bye.